Welcome to the Laser Lounge Podcast, which is a podcast for laser engraving business owners and hobbyists, both Gantry and Galvo. We are here to answer makers' questions, hear others' makers' stories, provide expertise on certain topics, and in general, discuss how to help your business or hobby grow. Myself, Alicia Pate, and May Armstrong will host special guests in the laser lounge industry, or we may even just cover technical topics ourselves. You will be benefited by hopefully learning something new about a technique or process, or even just listening to another maker's own experience of what is working for them. We hope you enjoy our podcast. You can find us online in Facebook at the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch or on YouTube at the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. Come join us and learn something new today. Special thank you to our show sponsors, Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. Now let's get to today's show. Hey, May, how are you? Good. How are you? How was your Pretty vacation? Good. Uh, we had a great vacation. This is, this is uh, and I know you took some time off too, so this is kind of our, our first getting back at it after spring break and spending time with our family. That's right. Well, we all need that, right? So I know some people are getting to, you know, start their spring break. We started hours early because we're in year-round school, oddly enough. And so we just took that time. We also got sick (laughs) before our trip. And that's why we had to postpone this live. And so I'm sorry for that. (laughs) No, no problem. Things come up and, uh, you know, but now we're back at it. And, uh, so it's kind of our first time to get going. And I appreciate you making some time today. This is really kind of the, as somebody said, the, the May Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? May Kenobi. Oh, goodness. That's, that's <laughs> funny. I'm never going to forget that one. May one Kenobi. So we're going to go over some things today that have to do around uh, graphics design and to the trends that are happening right now, right? So kind of lead us into what you're going to talk about today. So um, w- Every month, uh, we have this some sort of, you know, all-in meeting um, virtually with my Adobe peers, and this is actually a compilation by our one of our top ambassadors in the community. His name is Chris Doe, and there's about 10 different graphic design trends that I want to share. And so if you guys will let me, and I will actually share this with Alicia, and we can post um the slides and then if you have time later on you can go back and look through it and skim through it uh and the recording will be great as well because there's going to be some visual representations that i'm going to be pulling up and so if you are listening and um listening to the podcast version just so you know there's also a visual version for this and so just be making sure that you know there are different resources that you can tap into and uh, I'm not going to keep you guys for too long because I know we are pressed for time. So I'm going to maybe consolidate this um, the best I can. But I'm going to try and share and present my slides with you. Let's see if I can pull it up. While you're pulling that up, I just kind of want to tee off why I think this is important for makers. You know, some people don't keep up with trends and and the colors and the font styles that, that you see other brands marketing and I think it's important for us to do that as well, to keep an eye on it, a pulse on it, because that's how major companies market to their buyers, right? And so you want to keep up with what styles and and trends are are following. Doesn't mean you have to do every single thing, but it's important to have to be in tune with it a little bit so that 
your things are being noticed. And as you know, we've we've seen in the last couple of uh, things coming out have been like that 70s vibe. You know, we've kind of talked about that before. You can see some of the fonts going back to that style. Yep. And so that's why we brought this topic up because May is is uh, has her finger on the pulse with Adobe and gets great content. And so that's why we're here today to, to educate you guys to keep up with it. So May, I'm gonna turn it over to you and try not to interrupt too much. No, totally fine. So I have my slides ready to go. I'm going to share it with you guys. Let me know if you can see it. And for those of you tuning in, you know, to a podcast later on after Alicia downloads the audio part, there's going to be a visual component. So definitely be looking at the Laser Lounge page or the YouTube channel as well. And so this is going to be a compilation of different trends that I think will be powerful for us, business owners, makers, and um, just like in our day to day. And so there's gonna, there's gonna be a bunch of different creative tools that you can get into. Before we get too far into the year, I should have done this um, earlier on, but you know, life happens like Alicia said. And so I'm going to share what I've learned um, through Adobe. And there's going to be 10 different highlights, and I'm going to go unpack each one of them. And as I unpack each one of them, some of them I'm not going to go into high detail, just because maybe it doesn't resonate to our community, to what we're doing. And if it run as, run, uh, resonate, you know, to kind of like what we are doing, we're going to go deep dive and unpack more of that topic. And so first one is kind of like a popular thing. And I think it's still powerful to this day. It's going to be hand-drawn illustrations. I know a lot of people out there are super talented when it comes to, you know, using their hands and trying to stay creative. Either you're doing some sort of calligraphy work or sketches or even just like hand-drawn illustrations for, um, you know, cars, uh, portraits, all sorts of things. And so you can sketch it you know, like the old fashioned way, kind of like scan it. I kind of use Adobe Capture. What it is, it's it's an app within Adobe and you can use it, your phone and, and scan your artwork or your sketch and then export that as a vector file and then send it to your Lightburn or whatever, you know, laser um, app you are using. Um, you can also use hand-drawn illustrations and use your um, your tablet. I know a lot of people are using Procade or other tools out there. And so if this is kind of like your thing, definitely be channeling that creativity and using hand-drawn illustrations. A lot of people and customers out there are drawn to this type of work. They like to see, you know, the process, you know, the it's just, it's nice. It's down to earth. It's authentic. It's, it's not stock based. It's just, it's more real. And the next topic would be, I'm drawn into this, and I know Alicia likes this type of style too, um, minimalism. And so a lot of designers nowadays are doing, you know, minimal design using bold fonts. And so if you are kind of like starting off, be thinking about that. If you are starting your brand, how can you use this type of trend and grow with that? And so be looking at bold fonts, uh, simple gradients, and just try to remove unnecessary elements to your design and to your collection for your products and make that into a cohesive style. And so I think there's longevity when you when you create something that's, you know, kind of like there's a thoughtful process behind it. And so I'm not going to go... One... 
made this one here. I'm seeing quite a few people rebrand right now. Yes. And I'm seeing them go from busy, colory, like tons of colors to something like this. This caught my eye when it popped up because I'm seeing people switch on rebranding like this. It's kind of, you know, it's, I think it's important to have that brand brand story, but at the same time, you kind of need to know, okay, if I'm telling my story, I don't want, you know, to see a wreath out there. I don't want to see, you know, a watermark of a coffee stain that really doesn't resonate kind of like your yeah. brand, uh, unless you are thinking of, okay, I'm a paint company. How can I do this? And so mm -hmm. if this is kind of like your time to rebrand and re, you know, repolish your look, be thinking about, okay, if I'm going to, um, rebrand something, you know, like my logo and it needs some work that definitely be using some modern fonts, um, nice bold colors. It doesn't have to be black. There's a lot of different bold colors out there. If you want bright orange, that's fine too. Um, if you want red, that's fine too. Kind of like Peloton. And it's a simple P with um, a, a little graphic. And, and I think that's powerful. And so just be thinking about those key things. Um, definitely doesn't have to be black. It can be other color. Um, use a standout color and then be thinking about how can you put this um, type of artwork and apply that to different things. And at the same time, if you're creating a brand, be looking at your collections, you know, um, your different um, things that you want to care for your store. Does that resonate with your brand? If it doesn't, then means it's unnecessary. Don't do it. Um, Check out this question here, May. Uh, someone's yeah. asking, um, you know, how should one worry about their brand standing out? And if you are trying to use a minimalism kind of format, like what would be some suggestions, you know? Um, so using bold colors. And um, I think I mentioned that before and kind of like a stylized typography style will be great. Um, it doesn't have to be a boring, you know, big block letters or um, a cursive um, font. Uh, it could be all sorts of things. Um, uh, and so just be thinking about that. It can be some sort of icon that you're creating for your brand. Um, I know a lot of people are using the laser icon. And so maybe think of something else because then yeah. you know, a lot of those people are using that. And so um, be thinking of your name as well. Um, and I don't know if, if this kind of relates to this, but I'll give you just my little insight here. As makers, and especially you, I know that we know fonts really well. So I can be driving down the road and tell James, oh, I know that font or this is that font. So when I see a minimalism design like this and they've used a font that I can tell is not a normal, like a, you know, Times Roman or just some standard serif yeah. font, they've got something that looks different. That's, yes. that's like a newer, strong kind of font that is like, that looks classy and it looks clean. And I haven't seen that before. That is, it brings attention to me. Now, I don't know if it does to other makers and I don't know if it does just a random buyer, but that stands out because it makes me think, somebody paid to have someone do that design or it looks yes. just better. Yes. And some other designers out there too. I remember sketching a logo and going from there and you could definitely do that and vectorize that sketch. And so there's de definitely different approaches, how you can, you know, kind of recreate that brand and make that stand out and, you know, be bold, um, speak that story and tell your, you know, tell what's going on behind there. 
and then, you know, kind of like expand your looks as you grow year after year. Um, you'll see that with other brands too, not just your own personal one. You'll see that with, um, let's say Dunkin' Donuts. I just remember their logo being just so generic. And now it's kind of like, you know, they're, they're, they're updating their logo, um, mm-hmm. with what's happening right now. A lot of, a lot of brands are really using minimalism design. Yeah. And so it doesn't have to be like a black and white Dunkin' Donuts. It's still Dunkin' Donuts when you look at it. But um, it's more updated, it's clean, it's classic. And so just be thinking of those things. And the next topic we're going to be talking about, I don't think it really will resonate to kind of like what we are doing. I think you can definitely use and find value. Let's say if, you know, you're a good maker and you have a revolutionary product and you're going to go on Shark Tech and then you're going to do some sort of visual data and you're going to bring you know, that idea to the table and show them the numbers that, oh my gosh, I made 1 million in one day. (laughs) And so infographic is the best way to tell that story. Let's say if you have a lot of numbers, I know Alicia sees a bunch of data information through her line of work. And so this might resonate to her in a different capacity, but for what we use on our day-to-day and our daily life as a maker, I don't think this kind of works for us. I see this in the business field. And so if you have a client that's in that mindset, maybe there's something there that you can help, you know, maybe you can do some sort of keychain that shows their growth as a brand. Um, the next thing uh, would be natural and, you know, environmental minded design. Um, I don't know if some of the people are kind of like like minded, um, think about natural, reduce, reuse kind of thing, sustainability. For me, it resonates to me because I like this type of look. I like the feeling yeah. of it. I like the message and I love the conservation, the sustainability, the colors things like that. I have a client where their biggest thing is sustainability and reduce reuse. And so they have um, the back of their store, they have a refilling station. And so you can refill uh, detergent, softener, um, soaps of different kinds, scents, oils, um, olive oil, name it, they have it, they have a refill station. And um, they're actually one of my clients. And they thought some of my product resonate um, with their brand look and feel. And so, you know, they order from me, um, every month. And so that's kind of like, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there, especially unfair that this is kind of like, yeah. that. and so that's what you were making me think of when you're talking about that, this yes. is more for the wholesale person, you know, exactly. And so if you have a boutique that that's kind of like their theme and you want to champion that theme and, kind of rebuild that um, collection, be thinking about that because there's definitely something for everybody. And, and this type of mindset is very big right now. And so if you are into that, definitely capitalize, use that. Um, It can be, you know, through your marketing materials. Um, It can be from your products or I don't know, anything else. Um, Let's see. The next thing would be I'm just going to go over through this very quickly because maybe it's something that is powerful to you and maybe it doesn't. And so it's about representation and belonging. Um, I'm going to give you guys a really good example. It's, um, you know, kind of like the environment and, um, and the talent pool that Adobe 
have like all over the world, they are pulling talents from different parts of the world. And all their top creators, engineers are from different countries and they all speak different languages. They all converge online or at a conference and they come together and they create something beautiful. So if this is something that, you know, that you want to get behind with, be thinking about diversity, if there's some sort of product that kind of resonate to um, the inclusion um, theme, be thinking about that. Again, it, maybe it's something that you don't understand yet and um, you want to explore, just, you know, go online and read about it and just kind of like have diversity in mind. Or let's say employees, you want to yeah. you know, have a diverse um kind of talent pool within your, um, you know, your, uh, I guess, like, um, if you're trying to bring in talent, you know, to help you grow your business, be thinking about that, maybe, you know, uh, another person is talented in certain ways. And so use them as an asset for your brand. Um, and just I to think, speak to that one, yeah. my, two things, I see, you know, my, obviously, most people know I work at Chevron, but I see how they are using probably this branding style uh, of inclusion just because of, you know, employees. But let's say you are a, a maker and you want to target uh, the, the high tech space, right? Like a Google or an Apple, or you want to go after something. I can see you tailoring certain parts of your offerings depending upon your target market, right? If, just like you said, the, the one before with the, the softer earthy for the renewable stuff, you may want to target that to one market. And then if you were going for some kind of a corporate IT high tech out in a different demographic, you may change it up for this. I agree. There's definitely different products for everybody. And so be thinking about that because you can, you know, um, make one product fly just by feeding that type of need in the community. And the next thing um, I know it's, you know, people will like this uh, <laughs> because it's still going to be, Great, and it's going strong, geometric shapes. And I know um, a lot of our friends, our designers, love to use geometric shapes, clean shapes, neutral colors. You can add in a splash of color if you want. You can create and use shapes to, you know, let's say create a coaster or, um, you know, create some sort of laser cut item following that type of shape and style. And so it's not going away anytime soon. And so if you like to create some sort of funky quilt design um, or landscape that, you know, have a uh, interesting mix of geometric shapes, definitely that is still big this year. Um, and so that's not going away anytime soon. And I know um, our friend Robin loves to create um, you know, quilts. So we are going with 3D design. Um, I'm not big into this, but I have carried products that require 3D. Like for example, if I'm creating a box for packaging for a corporate order, I've done that. And now I've seen just for the Easter trend, if you are a, um, you know, uh, a maker that's capitalizing on that seasonal trend. I know a lot of people are using some sort of egg holder, treat holder that's in a 3D form, out of wood, out of acrylic. That's going to be very big this year. And so if you have that talent in designing 3D using your laser, definitely go for it. But, but also that being said, May, take good pictures, right? Um, I mean, yeah. you can't have <laughs> 
I crank agree. all the pictures, you know. Um, you know, it's it's nice that we have the capability nowadays that we can take pictures with our mobile devices. I feel like um, our phones take really great pictures without using, you know, a professional camera. And so be using good images, videos. Um, if you're doing a 3D design, just do a full 360 look of that product. More than, uh, I think if you post a uh, kind of like a, a video of that overall look, um, it's just, you're gonna get more sales. Um, unfair, they actually encourage you to post videos. I haven't done that, I should. Um, they want you and they reward you if you post videos of your product. Um, the next thing would be fonts. I know Alicia talked to, uh, you know, I mean, mentioned about fonts and how she can, you know, kind of visually remember, okay, that's, you know, that's this type of font and it's a century Gothic or whatever font that, you know, you are a fan of. Um, this year, Sarah fonts are just going to be amazing. I'm sorry, my dog is barking. Don't worry about it. He's doing his job. <laughs> and so this year, Sarah fonts is just going to be um, your uh, standout. Sorry, I'm going to pause myself for a second. Hey, and, um, don't worry about it, girl. Be real quick. I'm a big uh, fan of fonts. I, I think some creativity can be brought to your your product lines, your messaging by just changing up, you know, the look of your fonts. You can have a design and change the fonts and it can be look like a totally different design. So, uh, you know, I know that we all chase fonts a lot in this in this kind of maker business we're in. But um, I think keeping in, in tune with some of the latest fonts, I use creative for I always say it wrong. Creative Fabrica. I don't know how yeah, you say yeah, it. Yeah, that right. Um, they have, I paid for the annual license and they have um, several new fonts that come out that they showcase. And, and I, you know, I pick them up every once in a while and throw them into my designs. And, and I've been pleased with some of the ones that are coming out. And plus, I also think they must be some of the newer ones that are popular. So. Yes, exactly. And you know, going back to fonts, Sarah fonts is going to be big this year. I know it's been around forever and ever, but I feel like that nostalgic um, uh, kind of mindset is coming back. People kind of are leaning towards like the uh, traditional, stable, practical type of typeface. And so if this is kind of like something that you want to try, definitely do it. Um, I've used it for a few different kind of like um, varieties. I use Adobe fonts and they have about 20,000 um, fonts that's you know available to me because I have the subscription and so I can just download whatever I want. And one of them is um, a font called Benny. It's kind of like retro. Benny the Jet. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I like the name too, but it's, it's, it's a fun font and I've used it um, to highlight one of my collections um, for my work. And so it's, it's taken off last week and people are resonating because I just kind of want to try it and see if that font yeah. uh, would speak to, you know, some of my buyers and True enough, it worked because I received uh, a few orders. <laughs> yeah, a few orders. I like that. So, 
Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes you don't know if a trend is just a trend, you know, and then nothing happens. And I think there's a reason why, you know, they compiled all these things um, within Adobe. And I thought it would be a really great resource, you know, to share in our community, because then you can use it to enhance your work, your collection, um, your design, and kind of like grow with it throughout the year. And if you want is it, to uh, May, is it Betty or Benny? Oh, B-E-N-N-Y, Benny. Okay, gotcha. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I like that. And um, so that's just fonts. Fonts is great. You can get super creative with it, uh, layer it, add it sort of different effects. And so just have fun with it, especially if you're doing 3D lettering or some sort of engraving. Having a stylized font really makes a standout artwork. Um, talking about retro, um, Alicia is in with it because she's so <laughs> hip <laughs> that, um, you know, um, you know, references with the 70s, 80s and 90s that's making a big comeback this year. So be thinking about your design. Let's say if you're trying to design a magnet, a wooden magnet, um, maybe design it in a cassette format and then have some sort of favorite song. You know, let's say if you're going to a music festival, I know you are. And so have kind of like, you know, a catchy phrase on there and have that as a magnet. And that's a good selling point because then you're yeah. not only being, you know, you know, with the times, you'll also generate some sort of, you know, if if you are at the market and it's it's a rodeo musical show or whatever, then, you know, you'll generate some sort of income using that. Uh, it's a grab and go item that's easy to design. So magnets are easy, easy to design, um, keychains, uh, coasters, you can create some sort of hat patch uh, with this type Coozies. of... Yes, yeah, koozies. Thank you. Koozies are great. Uh, Koozies and the other thing, yeah, May, I tell you, and you know it because sometimes I'll be, I have an Amazon music and, and I like 70s and, and 80s disco and music and some, some of the throwback, like, you know, Elton John. And I'll see those old school uh, record covers, you know, that they used to do. And yeah. I'll send them to you. Look at this. This is a, a kick tail, you know, font. Look how great this looks. And and I'll go try to find it. But it, even looking at some of the old album covers to see what they were doing, the Commodores had some great ones. I know this is probably dating myself, but I don't care. <laughs> but there's some really good retro nostalgic designs out there in old album covers. That's right. Well, not only that, you know, when it comes to packaging, you know, advertising, signage, um, those type of designs, be looking at that, do a little deep dive and research. Okay, back then in the 1970s, this is a popular trend for graphic design for some sort of logo work, um, outdoor signage, and then kind of use that in your own, you know, look and feel when you're trying to design something for your brand and for your work or for your client. Um, and then I'm saving the last um, and I think the best out of everything that I've said today, um, and it is about AI. And I'm not going to explain what it is because I feel like all of you guys yeah. are smart enough to know what it is. And so there's going to be AI for visual image and creation. Um, there's going to be new technologies that, that's going to be available to you. 
um, either through different formats, web-based, or it can be an app-based, or it can be some sort of forum like Discord where you enter in your um, your keywords and it will auto-generate some sort of um, visually enticing um, graphic. Um, rendering text to realistic images, uh, it's going to be available to the public. I know a lot of you guys have probably played with this. If you haven't, it's probably now a good time to maybe dabble into AI. Uh, and a great example of AI, I am a Shopify user and within Shopify, if you have the subscription and if your store is powered by Shopify, they now have an AI feature. Let's say if you're listing your product, you can auto-generate your caption and you don't have to think about a caption that will also help with your SEO. And so that's gonna be a powerful tool. And so if you don't have um, you know, Shopify, kind of sad but i don't know if you know square or other or wix if they have that but i know shopify does um let me just make sure i can give you guys some sort of outline here i'm going to stop sharing um this uh slide and i'm going to present some sort of um an overview of another great ai and I know there's other ones out there, but since in the, I'm an Adobe ambassador, I'm going to highlight Adobe AI models. And one of them was released last week. And I don't know, can you see um, Adobe yep. Firefly? Can you see that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So Adobe Firefly is a generative, a creative generative AI um, model using Adobe products. And so there's a lot of things that you can do with Adobe Fireflies and it's actually on beta right now. And so there's no fee to try and join. Um, I will include the link later on when I give you guys my slides, but we can scroll through here and just like highlight a few things. And one of my favorite things is um, digital and imaging photography within Adobe Firefly. And what it is, they're using Adobe Photoshop and you can auto generate, let's say if you wanna extend your image um, and add some sort of another world underneath the sea, you can enter in keywords there and- um, That's amazing right there, that's cool. And then you can also select your um, subject and auto generates on sort of different lighthouse. Um, you can change the sky to make it kind of eerie and scary. <laughs> so those are the type of things that you can, you know, you can use with Adobe Firefly, and that's coming for Adobe Photoshop as well. So that's on. And you know, I like that as you're going through this. You know, someone may say, "Okay, well, I'm just a maker. I make products. What does that even have to do? Why? Why would I ever use that?" Well, what I, I know you do this, May, but I'm starting to also get into where I'm I'm providing a catalog or a flyer for my targeted clients. And so that's where you could, um, you know, use this application and then it st stays off as a, you know, an image after you've generated something. And then you could put that into your your portfolio cli uh, client flyer. Right. Yes. And um, there is a bunch more things that, you know, you think it's not going to be, you know, something that you can use for your brand and for your product or for your line of business. There's going to be more. So this is just the tip of the iceberg. Let me get through the next one. And this is 
my, you know, another favorite that I love through Adobe Firefly. It's, it's for illustration, artwork, and graphic design. So let's say you're sketching some sort of logo. Um, when you load it to Adobe Illustrate, Adobe Illustrator, you can have different variations and then select that and edit those, um, you know, vector files and then export it and send it to your laser. So how cool is that, that you don't have to spend time in doodling and using Adobe Illustrator. It will just auto-generate ideas for you. That's cool. So that's wild. Um, it saves you time and energy and it gives you some sort of, okay, if I'm doing, let's say Alicia's logo, I want to see it in a different light. You just type in the keyword and then you will get, you know, different ideas. And all you just need to do is select and download. So that's for Illustrate, Illustrator. That is on beta as well. And the next thing would be um, video. So you can change the theme of the video. Let's say your video was shot in the springtime, like right now, but you want it to be snowy and cold. Okay, that's change, cool. You, yeah, you can change the scene, the background, um, even put snow on top of you know, whatever it is that you have. So I think that is really great. So, you, I mean, so let's think about that application. And there's a question at the bottom there too, May, for you to get in your mind. But let's say, you know, I like taking pictures. I, I, I stink at taking pictures. Let me just say that. But I'm trying to up my game. So, you know, I try to put them on my fence where I have my landscaping in the back. And sometimes animals are back there. Sometimes they're not. I could still take the picture of the koozie or whatever on the fence but then I could layer stuff in the background. I'm you assuming can. you can, you can definitely layer, make it sunny, make it rainy, make it, make it whatever you want. It's just, you know, typing in the right prompts and then it will auto generate that, you know, um, atmosphere for you. So That's the cool. next, the next thing is I know, I know a lot of people need help and this is about, marketing and social media design. And this is going to be inside Adobe Express. For those of you that don't know Adobe Express, it's just a great tool for you to um, generate creative and beautiful content for your social media and for your marketing, for marketing use for your brand. And so what it is, they're gonna have some sort of template, things easy to use, social posts, and all you need to do is use this simple text prompt. Let's say you're trying to launch a product uh, Adobe Express will auto-generate using your prompts um, different uh, campaigns that can work for you. Um, you can introduce your own product image, but then using those templates, um, using the prompts and generate that template for you. And I think this is a time-saving tool and that's coming in Adobe Express. And the next thing is, I know we love mock-ups and this is going to be yeah. um, oh, wow. 3D. And so be thinking about a, an amazing way you can auto-generate a rendering of your product that you're trying to sell and have that composition and make it photorealistic. And it's just a quick way for you to create different style, different variations of your item that you're trying to sell. And so this is going to be 3D modeling AI, and that's going to be happening. And so if you want to, I can send you guys a link on how to join the beta. And let me stop sharing that one because I also want to share a few other things before 
Okay, 35 minutes, a few more minutes. I want to share, let's see. So, I dropped the link um, from the Facebook page in the chat, May, from your oh, okay, post. Cool. Yeah. Um, so if you're not familiar with Adobe, I know I feel like, you know, I sound like a broken record. It's just a great resource. There's going to be a section called Adobe Labs. And what it is, it's just a bunch of different things that they have um, that's, you know, beta, you can request access. And one of the three things that right now that's going to be really, really big in the social media world uh, would be Project Blink. It's an AI-powered video editing tool that you can explore and just, you know, kind of like start creating. And then another one would be Project Stardust. And what it is is create, use prompts and create, you know, amazing images. Um, and then another thing is called Project Shasta. And I think I shared this with Alicia before because we're trying to figure out our audio, if it's great or not. And so if you request an access on here, you can use AI-powered audio recording and use it to enhance your voice recording. Let's say if you're trying to uh, voice over your product launch or you're trying to do a podcast, it will create all those things for you. And if you're like me, I use um all the time, it will remove those too. Oh, that's cool. Hey, we got a good question here I want to ask you, May, because I, I want to make sure we're kind of addressing these as they come up. Somebody's asking, so is Adobe like a one-stop shop, meaning that I can use it to create her things her, she does in Canva and Photo Room now and transfer it to her laser? She says it would be great to not have so many programs. So what's yes, your and so I, I think this is one of the things that Alex from Laser Everything asked me one time because um, with – uh, with Adobe, it's great. It's a one-stop shop for me because when I'm using Adobe Express, it's linked to all my resources, my Lightroom, my Illustrator, and I can bring all those assets and, you know, images that I've edited and use it as my marketing campaign. So definitely it is a one-stop shop. It is a cloud cloud-based service and also a desktop service. You can download apps on your phone on your mobile devices, uh, tablet, um, on your computer, and design as you go. And what's great about it, since they're all integrated and under one product umbrella, you can tap in and use and import different things. And there's no lag, and you'll get, um, you know, you can store your your projects online through the cloud-based system. If you don't want to pay for that, if you exceed um, the max amount for um, for your membership. I have Dropbox, so I've been saving some of my um, heavily graphic artwork that's you know a little bit on the you know hefty side, and so I've been loading that to my product as well. But you know, to answer your question, it is a great one-stop shop because I design everything in Adobe, and it's, so it makes sense for me if I'm yeah. generating content with Adobe, designing my products in Adobe. And at the same time, I'm using it for my marketing. And now I'm using their their enhancement tool for AI for all the things that I'm going to be using. So if I'm creating a video launch for you know my products, if I'm doing some sort of presentation to share with my customers, it's all going to be under one umbrella. Yeah, that's that's a great ad. And somebody had asked before about, you know, tutorials for Adobe. I've used Adobe for, I want to say four years, maybe three and a half. Yes. And, and some people are like scared because it's not, I don't want to say it's intuitive, but 
but at first you're like, oh my God, there's so many buttons and how do I do this? I just put, dropped a link to all of the uh, tutorials that they have on Creative Cloud. Yeah. I went through the beginner and the experienced one and I just stepped through all of them. It's a video and you can yeah. watch it, right? That's how I learned. I didn't pay tons of ungodly amount of money for somebody to teach me or go to some class. That's exactly what I did. I don't think you need to pay somebody $500 no. to show you how to do Adobe. You use these tutorials. And then when I don't know how to do something, I go to YouTube and I quickly, you know, how do I create a circle around a circle with a dot? And yeah. you can find it. There's so many free things out there. Yes. And let me pull it up since I know it's going to be hard uh, for the people out there that are listening through podcasts, but it's going to be a great resource. So let's say if you are a member and I'm going to share with you my screen just so you can kind of see how it looks like if you're you are not a paid member. Um, I'm going to Adobe Creative Cloud. And so oh, that's a funny picture of me and my husband. So anyway, so if you're <laughs> on here, um, there's a learn uh, portion and you can select different um, kind of for like prompts up here if, if you're interested in creating text, artwork, brushes, animation, cropping. Okay, sample. that's cool. Yeah. And I so click on Illustrator. Let me see it. So Illustrator, it will give you, I mean, everything yeah. that you want to know. You don't have to pay extra money for somebody to kind of like teach you how to do that. Yeah. It will give you. That's actually kind of old school now. I mean, honestly, all of these companies are creating their own tutorials because they're like the, the experts in it and they kind of know what people are asking questions on. So, you know, don't get hoodwinked. There's, there's ways to get training for free. It is. And, you know, like myself, even though I'm certified, you know, um, I have a certificate for, you know, like the different apps for, for Adobe. I myself, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a self-taught learner. Um, I learned I actually bribed uh, seven graphic designers uh, many, many years ago, and I would buy them lunch. And for, you know, for lunch break, we would sit together and they would teach me a few things. And then after, you know, the little beginner level was over, it was all up to me to kind of like explore and really try yeah. to figure things out. And, you know, same with a laser. Uh, you can get through those beginner stages. And that halfway point is your own kind of like way to kind of like figure out your own roadmap and how to figure out how to use those type of lasers and how you can integrate your your design and put it into a laser work and so with adobe it's great um there's free resources out there like tons and if you can't find anything on the website on youtube they have ambassadors all over the world and all those things are free to you and you don't have to pay extra and there's going to be resources and video tutorials for different things. You just need to figure out what you're looking for and there's an answer for it. Yeah. So, so to kind of wrap us up today, let's just kind of hit a summary of, of what we went over. Uh, okay. We talked about, go ahead. Let me share. I'm going to share again. I, I've come fully prepared for you guys. So sometimes I'm not the best, best at this, but today I felt like I we got your game on girl. <laughs> I was well prepared. And so let's kind of like do a recap of what we've learned and kind of like what we tackled here today. Um, we talked about the graphic design life, life cycle. We're going to talk. We talked about the right environment, when to use it, the right headspace. 
um, kind of like be thinking outside of the box, like how you can use these type of things and new tools and having the right technology to kind of use that to your own advantage. And so to recap, we talked about the top 10 uh, different design trends that's happening this year. And I think they're really important. Some of it probably not going to be useful for your day to day, but some may be useful. One will yeah. be hand drawn illustrations. That's going to be, you know, still happening this year. Number two, minimalism, data visualization, uh, natural and environmental minded design, representation and belonging. It's the inclusion. Uh, all those type of things, diversity, geometric shapes, uh, just playing with the different, you know, shapes and colors being neutral or vibrant. It doesn't matter uh, if you want to design something that, you know, involves triangles, definitely do that. If you like hexagon, kind of like explore that 3D design. Uh, if you have the ability to design products with your laser that's 3D oriented, definitely be doing that. Do that a lot. Serif fonts, just be mindful of your fonts, um, be playful with your typography, typography. And then the next thing is vibrant and nostalgia. And so be bringing back the retro feel, um, 70s, 80s and 90s in mind. And the last thing that we talked about, and I think we um, kind of discussed it and unpacked it longer than everything else, it's the AI. And yeah. so be thinking about all the different AI tools out there see what will be useful for you and your line of work and kind of like, you know, use that as a, as a resource and um, to make your life easier. Awesome. Thank you for that nice recap. And we've provided a couple of links for you today in the chat. So you got the link to get into the Firefly. Uh, I guess it's like a trial trial session. It's, to it's get on beta right now. Okay. Um, it's, it's free to use. You don't have to pay for it. Um, like, any of the Adobe products, you can test drive it first. You don't have to pay for it. And so just be thinking about it. If you want to use my link, that would be super helpful. I do generate content for Adobe Express as well. And so that will help me kind of, um, you know, get some points and be seen in my own community within Adobe. And so that would be nice. Perfect. <laughs> Click on Thank it. you for that. Absolutely. I also put a link in there of some, some uh, retro fonts, if you kind of wanted to see what those look like. And then finally, we put a link in there for some of the tutorials that are on the, just the plain old Adobe site that you can, you know, you don't have to have any accounts to go look at those. So uh, I just want to say thank you for May and, and your time today and, and bringing all this to us. It, it feels like, you know, this, that your subject matter expert area domain is, I think, very critical to uh, people looking at our products and saying, I want some of that, right? So you, you hit the branding, you hit the digital pieces of the software creation, and uh, a lot of the stuff that you show us is very valuable. And so I, I just want to say I thank you for the time that you do with Adobe and then bringing that into our, uh, our Cool Kids Club. And Thank you to our kid, our sponsors today. So we have Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. We're going to get Jason Rife on here on the next uh, live stream to kind of talk about what he's been doing in his space. He's got several new products coming out. But thank you again, May. I appreciate yeah. it. And I'll, I'll let you close this out with a final goodbye. That's right. And so um, I am so happy to be back and uh, talking to you guys. It's been so long 
it's been a hot minute. Uh, but <laughs> I'm excited to kind of share what I have been working on with Adobe. Um, I was on a live, well, live meeting with them last week, and there's a few things I can't really share. But Firefly was a big thing last week that they released, and they said it's okay for me to share with all of you guys. And so it's such a powerful tool. Be on the lookout if you're not ready to use it. Uh, for your own small business, that's okay. Um, you can, you know, watch my tutorials. I'm going to be using that more. And so uh, I will share some resources as I, you know, go through it with Adobe uh, and share with Alicia and the rest of the community. So if you have any questions, um, let me know. But I will download and share my slides with you guys. Um, we'll share put it in the, the file link. section. We'll put That's it in the right. file and section. I'll, I'll share the links where you can beta test different things and uh, links for free tutorials. You don't have to pay anybody for, for some of those design valuable information. And they're actually really well-made videos, just, just so you know. And uh, what else? Um, That's it. Uh, yeah. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have a great productive week and we're about to start, in, what is it? What is the next month? April. So we're coming to the end of quarter one. So start looking at your metrics and seeing where how you're ending up for quarter one. And if, if you're a little bit dipped down than what you thought, then let's you know lean in a little harder to try to catch up in the next quarter. And we'll see you in the Facebook groups and y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you.